Welcome to Hot Off The Wire, a daily podcast that looks at the top news, business, sports, and entertainment stories as reported by the Associated Press. I'm Terry Lipschutz, Senior Producer for Elite Enterprises and your Curator of News. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off The Wire through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss daily news updates. And now, the latest headlines. This is AP News. I'm Rita Foley. President Biden says the U.S. must support Israel and Ukraine as they battle their enemies. He says it's vital to America's national security to stand behind Israel in its war with Hamas and Ukraine as it battles President Putin's Russia. Hamas and Putin represent different threats, but they share this in common. They both want to completely annihilate a neighboring democracy, completely annihilate it. The president will ask Congress for billions of dollars for more military assistance for Israel and Ukraine. Israel is bombarding Gaza and now evacuating a town near Lebanon in the latest sign of a potential ground invasion of Gaza. In his Oval Office address last night, the president talked about a rising tide of anti-Semitism and Islamophobia in the U.S. His name was Wadiha. The president spoke about the six-year-old Palestinian-American boy killed in suburban Chicago this week. A proud American, a proud Palestinian-American family. The White House says the president and first lady spoke with the little boy's dad and uncle after the speech to express condolences and wish for the recovery of his mom, who was stabbed in the attack. We can't stand by and stand silent when this happens. The president urged Americans to denounce hate without equivocation. And to all you hurting, those of you hurting, I want you to know I see you. You belong. And I want to say this to you. You're all America. You're all America. Sagar Magani, Washington. Authorities in Maryland are investigating the death of a circuit court judge who was shot in the driveway of his home in Hagerstown last night. Judge Andrew Wilkinson died at a hospital. He was 52. Travis King, the Army private who crossed into North Korea before being returned to the U.S., is facing desertion charges, among others, according to two officials. This is AP News. Now to the Mideast war and your gas prices. The AP's Donna Warder. The head of the International Energy Agency says the Israel-Hamas war is definitely not good news for oil markets already stretched by cutbacks on oil production from Saudi Arabia and Russia. Fatih Barol says if the conflict pushes prices higher, developing countries that import oil and other fuels would be the most affected. And experts say the fighting could lead to complications with Iran, home of some of the world's largest oil reserves. Mike Summers, president and CEO of the American Petroleum Institute, the U.S. oil industry's top lobbying group, criticizes President Joe Biden's policies restricting new oil leases. Summers says the U.S. should learn from the 1973 energy crisis and that American oil and gas are needed now more than ever. Donna Water, Washington. I'm Rita Foley, AP News. The House GOP remains gridlocked and the House itself remains paralyzed without a leader. After trying twice this week to elect a speaker and failing, the House quickly recessed. Jim Jordan's path to the gavel appears all but closed, but he's refusing to pull out. And I plan to go to the floor uh, and get the votes 
and win this race. Jordan told Republicans behind closed doors he wanted to talk with his wife and GOP holdouts before deciding on his next move. With the House in an unprecedented stalemate, the meeting got heated as factions blamed each other for the chaos. At one point, Florida's Matt Gates, a chief architect of Kevin McCarthy's stunning speaker ouster, rose to speak while McCarthy was at the mic. I told him to sit down. I, th I think the entire conference screamed at me. People are, listen, we, the whole country, I think, would scream at Matt Gates right now. Sagar Magani at the White House. AP Sports, I'm Josh Roundtree. Big night of baseball and football, but we start in the MLB postseason and in Arizona, where the Diamondbacks picked up a much-needed win. More from Dave Ferry. The Diamondbacks earned a 2-1 walk-off win over the Phillies to pull within two games to one in the NLCS. Cattell Marte ended it with his third hit of the game, a bases-loaded single off Craig Kimbrell in the bottom of the ninth. I had faced him many times before. He was wild early on, and he was just focusing and trying to make a good contact. That's Marte through an interpreter. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. started the winning rally with a leadoff walk after tying the game with an RBI double in the seventh. A half inning after Bryce Harper scored the Phil's lone run on a wild pitch. In the ALCS, Houston even its series with Texas at two games apiece, smashing the Rangers 10-3. Alex Bregman played at a pair and was impressed with Jose Altuve's three hits at the top of the order. He does such an unbelievable job of setting the tone for us. Um, and, uh, yeah, how... Uh, Second at bat, beautiful line drive in the four hole. Um, it hits a double to left. Um, he's, he's a very tough out, and we're um, lucky to have him on our team. Thursday night football went down to the wire with Jacksonville winning in New Orleans 31-24. Trevor Lawrence hit Christian Kirk for a 44-yard touchdown with 3.08 to go to put the Jags ahead. Just wanted to find a completion and get us going. And worst case, like let's get some points. Let's get a field goal. And the game was tied at that point. Um, and then... Christian went through it. I thought it was going to be, you know, maybe a 10-yard game. I knew he had 20 on the angle, but then he took it on. He took it to the house. So I just, I mean, that was a great play by him to finish it. Michigan football coach Jim Harbaugh is being investigated by the NCAA for alleged sign stealing and impermissible in-person scouting. He has denied any knowledge of this. And on the ice Thursday, winners included Vegas, L.A., Arizona, Philly, Nashville, Florida, Tampa, Calgary, Boston, Colorado, Seattle, and Dallas. I'm Josh Roundtree, AP Sports. AP News. I'm Ed Donahue. Israel's defense minister is hinting a ground offensive into Gaza could be starting soon. State Department spokesman Matt Miller says the worry about a ground offensive is civilians. It is important that, that, Palest or that, that Palestinian civilians have the chance to get out of harm's way. If Israel is conducting military operations in Gaza City or in other areas, it is appropriate to establish places where Palestinian civilians can be safe from military attacks, and that's what we're trying to do. President Biden will deliver a rare Oval Office address tonight. He wants military assistance for Israel and Ukraine. Jim Jordan says he still wants to be Speaker of the House. He doesn't have the votes yet, so Jordan has a plan to keep the interim speaker in place for now. Here's the AP Sagar Magani. It would give interim speaker Patrick McHenry more powers to conduct crucial business until January, a sign that the House could be stuck without a leader for the foreseeable future with a dysfunctional GOP majority. It's unclear if the plan will go through, and McHenry himself is brushing off attempts to take the job more permanently. After two attempts, Jordan fell short of the votes needed to become speaker. 
Sidney Powell, a lawyer for former President Donald Trump, pleaded guilty in Georgia in a plea deal in that state to charges of attempting to overturn the results of Georgia's 2020 presidential election. Attorney Sidney Powell has reached a deal with prosecutors in her election subversion case. In an Atlanta courtroom, Sidney Powell pled guilty to six misdemeanor charges just a day before jury selection was to begin. How do you plead to the six counts of conspiracy to commit intentional interference with performance of election duties? Guilty. Fulton County Prosecutor Daisha Young says the state was ready to prove their case. The purpose of the conspiracy was to use Misty Hampton's position to unlawfully access secure elections machines in Coffee County, Georgia. The deal's a significant win for District Attorney Fonnie Willis. Powell was a Trump loyalist charged along with the former president and 16 others with violating anti-racketeering laws in an attempt to overturn Trump's loss in the 2020 election. Judge Scott McAfee sentenced Powell to six years probation. You're to testify truthfully uh, against any and all co-defendants in this matter at any uh, upcoming proceedings. The deal's an about-face for a lawyer who pushed baseless conspiracy theories about a stolen election, participated in a news conference for the Trump campaign, and a strategy meeting at the White House. I'm Jennifer King. Sources tell the AP a military base in southern Syria where U.S. troops have maintained a presence to train forces as part of a broad campaign against the Islamic State group was attacked by drones. One drone was shot down, another caused minor injuries. The attacks follow similar drone strikes over the past few days against U.S. and coalition bases in Iraq. College football's number two team, Michigan, says it has been notified the football program is being investigated for allegedly stealing signs. The NCAA does not have rules specifically against stealing signs. This is AP News. Federal regulators approved the expansion of a pipeline through the Pacific Northwest. The pipeline runs more than 1,300 miles through Idaho, Washington, and Oregon, and its owner, TC Energy, says the project is needed due to growing demand. However, it's opposed by environmental groups and officials in the affected states who say the pipeline expansion would undermine their climate goals to reduce emissions. After the approval by the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, the group's chairman, Willie Phillips, said, quote, there is no evidence presented that this project would significantly increase greenhouse gas emissions. The pipeline belongs to the same company behind the now-abandoned Keystone Pipeline. I'm Shelley Adler. After 47 years as Syracuse basketball coach, Jim Beheim is not retiring. He's joining ESPN and Westwood One for TV and radio coverage of college basketball. I'm Ed Donahue, AP News. A Pentagon report on China's military power shows the nation is building up its nuclear weapons arsenal faster than previous projections. The report also states China is almost certainly learning lessons from Russia's war in Ukraine about what a conflict over Taiwan might look like. The recently released report also warns that China may be pursuing a new intercontinental missile system using conventional arms, which if put into use would allow Beijing to threaten conventional strikes against targets in the continental United States, Hawaii and Alaska. Assistant Defence Secretary Eli Ratner told reporters that China remains the US's top defence challenge. We have a 2022 national defence strategy which has described the PRC 
as the department's pacing challenge. That remains true today. The report's release comes a month before Chinese leader Xi Jinping meets with President Joe Biden on the sidelines of the APEC summit in San Francisco. I'm Karen Chamas. Disposable vapes cause pollution and cities are spending big money to get rid of them. E-cigarettes that can't be refilled are considered hazardous waste because they contain nicotine, lithium, and metals that cannot be reused or recycled. U.S. teens and adults are buying roughly 12 million disposable vapes per month. Local officials have to clean up after them and find a way to responsibly destroy these products. New York City Sheriff Anthony Miranda says the disposal procedure is complicated. So only certain people can handle the material. There are specific instructions for uh, destruction of it. You need certain licenses and approvals. So it's not just, this is not something that you dispose of and throw out in the garbage or that you can burn. It's not any of those processes. And it's expensive. For an average barrel for us, which takes about 1,200 vapes, Cost us about $1,400 to destroy the product. There's no federal regulation on vape disposal at this time. I'm Tiffany Wong. Sony's access controller for the PlayStation aims to make gaming easier for people with disabilities. A big plus with access is you don't have to hold the controller to use it. Alvin Daniel is PlayStation's senior technical program manager. It's designed to lay flat on a table, a wheelchair tray, on a lap board. Um, it can be mounted. Uh, with a lot of different uh, mounting options, uh, tripods, for example. Also, it's much easier to press the buttons. Paul Lane uses his mouth, cheek, and chin to push the buttons on his PlayStation. I game with the side of my hands, and my hands are pretty big. So me being able to space out the buttons, I'll be able to press uh, the buttons in a way where I'm not hitting two buttons at a time. Lane is a consultant on Access. He's able to play games at a high level. It's like a, a reunion that I that I that I lost a close companion and being able to be reunited with that person again. The access goes on sale in December. I'm Ed Donahue. I'm Terry Lipschitz, thanking you for listening. Audio provided by the Associated Press. Music is by Skillcell and provided through Pixabay. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off The Wire on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.